I mean, until you look to your right and you see a person with a with a pipe just lighting up next to you and you see like the conditions that these people live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that- Hey, what up guys? Welcome back to the fourth episode of Adulting. Um, how y'all doing today? We're doing pretty good. <laughs> What? What? Did you see Bucky just fell over the Yeah, we the saw stool? him fell. Okay, just go. Just go. Just go. No, just do, do okay, it one more yeah, time. Yeah. Do it. Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fourth episode of Adulting. Um, how y'all doing today? We're doing pretty good. Um, we're about to hit two million subs. No, not yet. But we're almost at 50 subs. Welcome and the back fir- to the number one podcast yeah. in the world, guys. We're going to be the number one podcast in the world soon. And YouTube's youngest and sexiest podcasters. What? Are, you, are you gonna argue against that? I mean, not not for me, but like I feel like you two bring it down a little bit. Oh, Whoa. okay, I see how it is. I see how it is. Yeah, I'm so just kidding. I'm just... bring Bucky into this. Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm actually so f- pissed right now. What's going on, Agro? So, as if you guys don't know, it's my girlfriend and I's one year anniversary tomorrow. No one cares. Bro, f- <laughs> <laughs> it's our one year anniversary tomorrow. We had all this stuff planned that we were gonna go to like Crave and stuff. Well. Everything's fucking closed. Ha, <laughs> Everything is closed. This ruined my, in, this ruined the plans for this entire week. I a mean, very good point, which just made out by the photographer or a videographer. My bad. Yeah, if you guys didn't yeah. know, our, Sim, uh, our videographer Bucky, right aka Eight Fingers, is back. He's doing better than ever. Yeah. Uh, your headache gone, my guy? Oh yeah. Well, he told us he just had an upper respiratory infection with a slight headache and a fever and, and a and cough and a cough. Yeah. I, I don't know if that means anything. I'm I'm pretty sure he's fine. Yeah. <coughs> but did he just cough? Oh. Yikes! All right, I'll, we'll get the we'll get the disinfected wipes around let's, here. Let's get into it. Uh, basically, the United States is completely shutting down right now. Dude, we're we're losing it. I don't. Everything's like it's a big panic right now. Everything's everyone's freaking out. Everything's yeah. shutting down. Yeah. This is bad. This is uh, more viral than when Barack Obama played basketball. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? When did he play basketball? Obama? I played him in basketball. Oh my god. Alright, okay. Uh, basically, um, this past weekend, our governor of Minnesota announced that uh, schools will be shutting down uh, all the way to March 30th, but I think it's expected that it's just gonna, it could possibly go to the end of the year, guys. Um, yeah. It's, it's quite possible. It's I quite- went in and talked to some <coughs> teachers yesterday, and they're like, "You might not be coming back." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, you want to?" <laughs> well, that kind of yeah, because they suck at putting yeah, grades but, in. But the thing is, you're a junior, and so Avro and I are seniors, and like, I I don't know how this is gonna play out, man. Like, we might we not even walk this year, dude. This is kind of sad. Like, I didn't go through twelve years of this to graduate in yeah. my living room. Which graduation go hard? Yeah, it's gonna be like we're gonna have to pull up Skype on our computers, and there's gonna be like two hundred people in the lobby, and then there's gonna announce a name, and it's gonna be a video recording of a person walking across. <laughs> or even worse, they just mail us the diploma and say congratulations on your future endeavors or whatever. Yeah, that's dude, that's, this is depressing. Yeah, and so basically, we don't really know what's going on right now. No one knows what's going on. Everything is just completely like alternating day by day. Everything's changing. Uh, they're saying March 30th is when they're going to start coming up with more ideas, but it's looking like, uh, we could either go for a, several weeks on end of not going to school, or, I mean, it could be the rest of the year, and it's just, it's quite honestly crazy, I don't even know what's going on, everyone's canceling. What? I think it's pretty epic. Well, yeah, you think it's pretty epic, you're a junior. Yeah. yeah. 
but like for I think a lot of seniors around around the country are feeling the same way as yeah. like the two of us. Uh, you know, we don't particularly enjoy going to school every day, yeah. but like this is kind of sad that our last quarter of our senior year, it's pro- it, there's a chance that it gets canceled. And just think about all like the athletes and stuff that yeah. play spring sports and the. Yeah, think about Bucky the videographer. He might he might not even be playing lacrosse this year. Yeah, right? but like he's a, he's a junior too. So imagine like I mean, ima- he still gets next year. But yeah, the thing, yeah. Everyone who's not a junior and is a senior, I mean, little did they know that last year was their last year of ever playing their sport. Yeah, that is for high school. That is sad. Like they don't get to walk on the field in front of all their fans again as a senior. They don't get senior night. Yeah. The, Oh, right, this though. track on the coronavirus, bro. Yo, no, it, we're dropping it next. We're episode. dropping a diss ne- track next episode. Wow. Comment down below if you want to see a diss track on the coronavirus. Yeah. Also, it is St. Patrick's Day. In my opinion, one of the most overrated days of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's like Cinco de Mayo. It's just an excuse for people in the United States to drink. Yeah, and we're green, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We made those leprechaun oh. traps that never worked. Huh, I got green on. I didn't uh, even realize. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is that... Are you a leprechaun? I mean, I'm like 5'5", five, five, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But St. Patrick's Day is one of those holidays where you just don't even realize it's happening until it's like... I didn't know it was a holiday until I went to the snap map this morning and saw the four-leaf clovers everywhere. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's that one holiday it's where's, where's that one annoying kid that comes up to you and just like pinches you. And you're like, oh, you again. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what do you want? I thought I got rid of you last week. <laughs> you're not wearing green. St. Patrick's Day. Whoa. Dude, <laughs> leave me alone. You, you bully, dude. That is so mean. I would never say that to anyone. You're such a bully. Yeah, as, as you guys remember, uh, Josh is the most modest, honest, genuine person that there is. He wakes up every morning and he tells himself, God, I'm a good person. Yeah. He tells himself he's humble. Yeah, I do. I like to tell other people I'm humble, too. Yeah, <laughs> he lo- yeah, he loves telling everyone he's humble. <laughs> so, let's get into it. The giant elephant in the room, or the... I, I, it's not elephant size, it's like... Talking about your pink headphones, or no? These pink headphones are sick. You no. The salt on the table? No, not that either. It's like... Microscopic. Camera. Goes by COVID-19, coronavirus, a bunch of other names. Yeah. Uh, some people are calling it... Names that are far worse than that. Uh, oh, we know who you are. Yeah. I don't even want to get into that. But, uh, all right. I'm going to tell you guys something. So, um, my dad's a small business owner, as you guys know. You guys, uh. you guys been to his restaurant. And um, yesterday, last night at about 5.30, they announced that all restaurants in Minneapolis will be closed effective immediately and only are allowed to do takeouts uh, to go and curbside pickup. So basically, no customers are allowed to actually step foot with inside the restaurant. Yes. Um, and for small business owners, they're really going to see an impact on this because, I mean, it's going to be like a challenge to see like can they survive or not, and it it's really devastating to see that this is all happening. Um, especially because we we don't even know what's going on with this virus. We don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, is it going to continue to keep growing, or are we going to see a de- a decline in this virus? really soon and i mean if the decline means that everyone has to stay with inside their home locked up i mean i think it's going to continue to grow yeah like i think i think there's going to be a time with this virus where most people we know have it yeah um then i think it'll slowly kind of really yeah you think i think it's going to continue to grow a lot yeah but do you think it'll get to that level where 
Um, like a lot of people have it. Yeah. 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 Cause like, if you think about it, it's, it's more viral than the cold. And there have definitely yeah. been times where it's like, it seems like everyone has a cold, you know? Yeah. Well, what we're like seeing... half your classes are out cause just people don't have the cold. And yeah. Well, out. I think the thing that we're seeing too right now is, um, people like in their twenties or younger than that actually have COVID-19 but they're not showing any symptoms. They're just carrying the virus. And then what's happening is that they're spreading it to people with the weaker immune systems right. who are actually showing symptoms and are actually, like, getting sick. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, way more people could te- honestly have it right now than we know. I'm still pretty frustrated. So, um, before we had to end school, um, because we don't have school this week, um, before we ended it, I had a viral TikTok idea. It was such a good idea. And it... It can't happen now because it was at school. Anyways, I was going to run around and I was going to videotape. I was going to be like, I tested positive for COVID-19. Now I'm going to make everyone in my school test positive. That's going to go touch all the locker banks. That would have gone viral. What is wrong with you? We've seen this movie before. Y'all heard of uh, Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert. (laughs) We've seen this before. (laughs) Hmm. Do you want to get fired too, Josh? (laughs) No. Well... Yeah, we already take 15% of his money anyway. No, I'll, I'll fire you. I'm the, CEO. The, the five cents that we've made so far. <laughs> yeah, oh, we we made money off of um our first episode, which we did not expect at all. So yeah. that's all because of you guys. So thank you for your support. Keep supporting, keep liking, and make sure you get your friends to subscribe. Yeah. If you're watching or if you're listening to us on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we love you just as much as the people that are watching us on YouTube. But make sure when you go home to just... Uh, Drop, drop a like, drop, uh, hit the subscribe button just uh, so we can get the subscribers up. And maybe you want to see what's going on uh, through our video because I think it's funny what we were doing too. Our last couple segments that we did on our last episode, I thought that was really funny and entertaining. And I think uh, that's kind of something that you have to watch to yeah, actually I think, I enjoy think the, it. The video just adds another element of entertainment yeah, and allows right, us to be yeah. more creative. Than you know, purely just audio. Yeah. Which I commend people that do like basically audio only podcasts because I mean that's a lot of work because you really gotta. Hard. It's hard because you you don't have this extra element of being basically face to face. I mean we're looking at a camera right now, but basically being face to face with the audience. Yeah. And you have to be very descriptive. It's like um, it's like back when sports weren't always televised. You know the radio commentators. Those are probably some of the greatest commentators ever because they had to describe like everything, every single, mm. thing that was every single detail because they didn't have that extra element it's of crazy. yeah. So thanks for supporting us. Uh, if you're listening to us on on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we finally got on Apple Podcasts yeah. after about a week yeah. of dealing with them. Also, if you're listening to us and you have no idea what we're what we look like, let me just say, me, co-host Dante, is about the finest looking co-host on this on this podcast. False. So. <laughs> False. I think our videographer would disagree with that, right? Is okay. Question for you, Bucky. Yeah. Is Dante the finest looking co-host on the podcast? <laughs> that is a hard no from the videographer. <laughs> the videographer's afraid of me. Yes. He says, I'm not, not trying, trying to, get, to bu- get fired. Bucky, I am the CEO. I will keep you on the podcast. You're adopted by the podcast. By the podcast. By the podcast. Yeah. By the podcast. Yeah. I don't think your parents told you that yet. No. Have they? No, not yet. Yeah. So, uh, that's awkward. Um, have, you had, have, have your parents had a talk with you yet about your car? About my car? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, we're not. We're not going into this. No, absolutely not. We're not going into this. You don't want to go into it? No, absolutely not. It, are you gonna have to put the mufflers back on though? Uh, I I think they're okay with it for now. How about the resonator? When I, when I give it to my sister. Oh. Then they want me to put it back on because your sister's gonna drive that car. And maybe they're like, we don't want Cameron driving a race car around. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should get it wrapped, like like a NASCAR wrap on it. Get racing stripes. Cars. Yeah. No, 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 no. Put, put the adulting logo on. Should it? I wrap it in like blue chrome with like some crazy decal? <laughs> pull up to pull up to school every day. Who is that? You hey, should, you should wear like a racing helmet. Every That's time my little you drive. sister who just wants a white jeep. <laughs> hey, hey, make sure you share our podcast as much as you can, so we can get the money to support Josh's um, Josh's habits. Yeah, his financial deficit. Absolutely <laughs> not. Everything we make goes back into the podcast for better video quality. That is true. That is true. We're looking at um, we're looking at we're different ways of camera. camera. Yeah, we want to get some new cameras, some new microphones. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we have to get another. Uh, microphone for our guest who we're hoping to be having on pretty shortly. I think we already have an idea of who we're going to have on. Yeah. So it's going to get really entertaining once we get. The and another thing, I, I mean, we'll talk more about this off camera, but I wanted to talk to you guys about this was, um, you know, set design. You know, once you start making money, do we want to change up this set and things of that nature? You know, with Maybe our a little bit. I yeah. mean, you know, to be honest, I think we're going to have to get another space. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to end up renting out a studio. Yeah, if you guys yeah. don't know, we're actually in my basement right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm still 18. I'm 18, so I still live under uh, someone else's household. And uh, my parents, every time they walk down here... <laughs> well, I mean, we could go hard on your guys' dorm room. They I don't get, know how that would work because it might not be big enough. But I we mean, could we, go we, hard at my house, too. We, we could go loco. I'm a big space. We can do that. Yeah, but what are the chances that your parents are going to react any differently than mine if they we probably just... won't care i literally i have a huge room upstairs it's like a ping pong table on the couch it's literally just like and no one uses it there and no one uses it yeah it's like where me and my sister just go with drop your exact address down below for the viewers no <laughs> social security number social too. security number and your bank account number yeah, yeah. and the three numbers on the back yeah don't know what those are but i need them <laughs> <laughs> don't know okay all right let's get back into it all right yeah um Good. So, like, what, what, what do you think? Do you think that there will be any extra action steps taken to like help these small businesses who might be suffering during this time? I mean, think about all the people who are going to be having to claim unemployment right now because, um, I think I saw that what was it, four thousand uh, employees are from one business. I think it was Caribou are going to be unemployed right really? now during this time. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, I don't, I don't know if you, if you know this, but President Trump, he just signed a legislation, I think about two weeks ago, where they're basically going to funnel $8.3 billion from the national budget, from the miscellaneous budget into, um, basically into the economy to help support small business owners. Yeah. And how it works is they can, basically it allows them to get federal loans from the federal government, which are emergency loans. So they're. And they're simple loans, so as in there's no interest in them. So, you know, if you take 100K out, you're not paying 170K back. You're paying 100K back to the government once yeah. you can support yourself. And, <laughs> oh, my God. I, th I think, too, though, that um, th the people who are higher up and are wealthy and are making the money and are, like, leasing spaces out to these small business owners, I think they need to... 
I think they need to uh, be considerate during this time too. And I don't know if maybe put a halt on rent or something like that, because I mean, this, this truly is a crisis for the economy. And I really think that uh, we need to all be working together to make sure that we just don't, we don't completely go under. Yeah. Because um, I mean, a, ve- a very high percentage of all the transactions that happen in the country and pretty much around the world are mm-hmm. from small businesses. So if these, if, and small businesses, if you don't know, most of them don't have surplus amounts of money stored away for a crisis like this. These these are people that are working. Yeah. The owners are working day to day. A at, large majority of the money is going back into the yeah, business to a, continue operating. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, small businesses they only they don't turn that much profit when you think about it after everything is said and done because yeah. the owners have to pay their salaries to their um, workers. They have to pay themselves. Yeah, it's and, just enough to survive. Yeah, and so this this is some people's entire livelihoods and. Something that I talked about on the third episode was how, you know, these sm- some certain athletes are taking action, helping out their personal community. Right. And that's something I would like to see is, you know, some, like, professional athletes in the area. So, because these people who do have a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, you know, they always want more, but who doesn't? I don't blame them for it, but they, they do have a lot of money. And, excuse me. Oh my gosh, he just coughed. Again, that's <laughs> twice, ladies and gentlemen. Take count. <laughs> Bucky, can you go grab us the Lysol? <laughs> yeah. Bucky, let's get a uh, Avril cough counter going. That's uh, twice already. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, a- as you were saying, you want to see more action steps being taken by these athletes, mm-hmm. these local and, athletes? I mean, that does, they, it doesn't even have to be that these people are giving out loans to these small mm-hmm. businesses or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, going out and supporting these small businesses, yeah. which is really hard right now because everything shut down yeah and exactly. like with restaurants um you and eat- i just went to the gas station today and it, it was it was it was quite honestly almost empty yeah it was it was rated it was almost empty yeah really yeah huh like That's crazy the medication the medicine shelf like mm-hmm. you know the, the little pharmacy shelf that they have is completely empty um i don't think they had any water bottles yeah, left everything that they had was like non-essentials yeah like all they had was like you know coffee and chips and chips hot like the hot food and stuff yeah. right but i mean if you needed to go to the gas station get like a bottle of water or something yeah. which which by the way is another problem i have why are people stocking up on bottled water or how about the fact that like water is so expensive well yeah that too but yeah. in our so our county yeah. we have safe clean drinking water yeah which is similar to a lot of other counties in the u.s i mean there's only a handful of Places that don't have safe, clean drinking water, yeah. and that's like think about places like Flint, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, right now. that I, that would be understandable if they were stocking up on bottled water. But why are people around our area stocking up on bottled water? I don't know. Be- I mean, it's just causing more problems when yeah, you think about strange, it. Yeah. And I just have a huge problem with this entire culture of like just stocking things up just in case. I mean, people buying like five. Five packages of twenty-four rolls of toilet. Families freak out when anything happens. Yeah. Did you see in the news the guy who um, had over like fourteen thousand things of like cleaning sanitary supplies and like he was yeah. uh, selling them on Amazon for like six times the price that he yeah he was for. he was and trying he to upsell yeah and it was the to money. the point that Amazon banned him and then the government or the government a local government is now making him just like disperse of the items free like he made him a out. bunch of money though yeah he already made I mean he already probably covered all of his yeah. expenses yeah. like yeah. the operating expenses or whatever but it, it's it's horrible to see people like being so greedy during these times yeah I mean that's that's kind of messed up that people are trying to take advantage of kind of a smart dude though I won't lie 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's an ep- economic opportunity, no no doubt. But that's kind of where does ethics come into play in this case? Yeah. Where you know you got to be ethical and work for the common good rather than just right. yourself. Because I mean, what are you gonna do with that money if yeah. there's no one around also, anymore? Invest it back into the company. But, yeah, let's be honest, who truly needs that much toilet paper? Yeah, think about it. When you buy a twenty four pack. For let's say an average family that gets of you through a lot four of people, yeah. Yeah. that that's usually good for like three, four months yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Why do you need five? Ca- I mean, are you and stocking up for the next like seventeen years? There, there's a lot. There's a lot of regions across the globe where the people like don't necessarily use that much toilet paper because I mean, there's other things that you can do with like you don't really need toilet paper to be honest. Right. I mean, I mean, you I mean, I'll, do, I'd say it's a basic like, necessity. We don't have hey. bidets here. Yeah, we don't have. I know, but there there are alternatives. Like if you're like wealthy, I don't think you need to be greedy and like stock buying out stores of toilet paper. I mean, think about all the other people who need. Yeah, but just because they're wealthy doesn't mean they like don't need toilet yeah. paper. I I know, but I'm saying just because you're wealthy doesn't give you the right to buy all the toilet paper within. A- yeah, I I was at Sam's Club yes yesterday. I was at Sam's Club with my family, and basically, at the most inopportune time. So we usually buy like three packs of um, Clorox wipes, right? And that gets us through like a couple, like two months or so. Because I mean, th- those packs don't have a lot of in it. And when you're trying to keep a house clean, it, y- right. you run yeah, through yeah. it pretty fast. So we usually buy three packs and it gets us to like two, three months. Um, we ran out. <laughs> and my grandma is with us right now. For If you guys don't know, my grandma, she lives in India, but she's visiting right now. And she can't, um, and she... Came here right before the coronavirus was declared a global, yeah. even epidemic. So about, it's crazy to think about a month ago this was just another basic thing. But she was here. Well, she, it's been going on for far longer than that. Too. Yeah, I but think they're saying they're saying that China was keeping this under wraps because they didn't think it was a, as big of a thing. Or, really? Yeah. Um, um, because yeah, it, was in, it was in it was in Wuhan and Wuhan yeah, is they a, were they were saying that they had it under control. Um, Whereas if they, they're saying that if they had declared this an emergency earlier, we could have maybe taken earlier precautionary steps to like prevent it from going, yeah. getting the, to this extreme of measures mm-hmm. that we're having to take. Because I mean, if you're seeing in China right now, I believe there's already a decline in the virus. Oh, happening the, in China now. China is like, all, um, for those of you who don't know, China is already closing down their temporary hospitals that they yeah, had set up. Yeah. They're, they're closing all those down because it's almost gone in China. Yeah, but it is everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's traveled all the way over the world yeah. so the first i think case we had in the u.s was either i think it was in la yeah because that's the that's the port where um yeah well and it was people getting off like cruise ships yeah stuff. it was people getting right. off yeah. i don't think i mean i'm pretty sure those people didn't have it until because these sh- so how you know most of the stuff that china exports it comes over uh, via right um boats and ships yeah. and things like yeah. that and the virus could have been transmitted, so it was in Wuhan, and Wuhan is a place where they have like very massive um, manufacturing yeah. plants, such as I'm, I'm pretty sure Apple manufactures their stuff there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I believe they were saying that I, I could be wrong, but I think that they said that um, Wuhan was actually the vape industry of the world too, where they were like creating a bunch of vapes. And I yeah. Mean, obviously, there's a lot of people. I was I was wrong. I was wrong. It wasn't L.A. It was Seattle because Seattle, Seattle yeah. is where most of the exports come into, and that's where they get processed, yeah. and then they get they travel around the world. And yeah, uh, I know it's so bad in L.A. right now too <laughs> that they're talking about um 
just re- like what they're doing in Italy, basically making everyone like stay inside what? their house. That's what they're doing at the ba- San Francisco. Yeah. The, yeah, they're everyone's they're, on house arrest. Yeah. But the problem is, with San Francisco is a very high percentage of people there don't have a house yeah, to go a, into an lockdown. There's homeless population within San Francisco. And right. that's another issue because, I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna lock down an entire city like that, San Francisco's got a very large population, you know, mm-hmm. and such really a big city. It's yeah. a big city, and with the homeless population in San Francisco, these homeless shelters are going to be overcrowding, and that like might cause Seattle more. Seattle, too. Yeah, that, that might cause well, more. I mean, there's probably already, like, a capacity before this even happened in San Francisco, to be honest, on, like, how many people are inside the homeless shelters. Like, there's still a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are going to be stuck outside. Yeah, and a lot of homeless people are pretty young. And as we know, you know, a lot of times in younger populations, so basically anyone under the age of like 35, these don't, this doesn't show symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so these people could be carrying it and then, you know, they're, they get into the homeless shelter. Um, they don't even know they have it. Mm-hmm. But once they're in that homeless shelter, you know, those places are crowded. They're not, they're not like nice hotels, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then it gets transmitted to all the other people there. Yeah. And so with this entire lock, lockdown thing, um, I mean, it could work in a place like where we live, you know, mm-hmm. where it's a pretty affluent area and it's mostly families and it's, it's a bedroom community. For those of you who don't know what that means, it's, um, it's basically a place where they don't have a lot of business operations and a lot of people don't work directly in the town that they live in. They'll travel to another city or neighboring city to go work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't it, think our, our homeless population is like large enough to be like compared to other big areas. But I mean, we do, we still have we have over seven thousand homeless people living in Minnesota. And yeah, that's another topic that we want to discuss. Yeah. Um. Last two weeks ago, when we were at Deca, um, we were we were hungry after our competitions, and you know there, were, um, the way that that area of downtown Minneapolis is is that yeah. basically anything. Anything near the hotel is extremely expensive. It's pretty expensive restaurants. It's yeah. like two hundred dollar a night steakhouses and stuff. And we're like, we just want to get like like a light lunch, like McDonald's or something. And the nearest McDonald's is about a mile away, so we didn't think too much of it. Well, I had been there once before. Oh, was, you had? Well, because I I went there with. Um, he, he went a couple hours previously. Yeah, yeah, you went yeah. there. Oh, I thought you meant like before the trip. Yeah, I I didn't get anything there, but um, and I had. I had told them like it's it's like kind of a bold walk. Yeah. It's a little little sketchy in some areas. And this dude freaked out. Dante freaked out. How, I don't know if I was necessarily freaked out. I was just like, "Hey guys, we got we got to be aware that you were like, freaked out." Hey, everyone remembers. I mean, I was it was also the fact that like, "Hey guys, we got to be aware like look at we're wearing um we're, we have yeah, to, we were we wearing, to, like, suits and ties we have, we have to dress business professional for the, yeah. co- the competition that we were competing in. So we obviously stand out. And, I mean, we're three young kids, and so we're walking around. Like, I don't, I'm just like, hey, we got to make sure that, like, we're being aware of our environment. Not that I was saying, like, we were, like, posed, we were, like, a threat or something. But, I mean, you have, you have to be, like, aware of you have to be You have to be careful. Yeah. Um, you know, don't draw attention. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my experience was that uh, was very kind of, I mean, enlightening in some ways because mm-hmm. you know I you hear about places like San Francisco and there's all a lot of homeless people there, and you know there places like Detroit where there's a very high crime rate and things like that and you don't, I mean you're like yeah yeah it's it can't be like you know you don't think of it you you think of it it can't be that bad I mean mm-hmm. if you like 
stay careful. It can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say you don't know what it's like until you actually step foot on that in that neighborhood. I mean, until you look to your right and you see a person with a with a pipe just lighting up next to you and you see like the conditions that these people live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that neighborhood is probably it's a place where it's it's affected by gentrification. And that's the thing. These areas where there are people who are homeless, they are struggling and they're, they're, they're more likely to be using some sort of narcotic mm-hmm. that, um, as a form of self-medication because, I mean, they, don't, they obviously don't have health insurance. They're not being assisted the way that they need to be, uh, both mentally and physically. And so there's people who are abusing drugs and you have to be careful with that because, I mean, it can be dangerous. Um, and it was just, it was, it was just, it hit, it hit me kind of really hard when we actually went inside the McDonald's. So after we walked through all that stuff and we actually stepped inside and the person taking my order, it was pretty obvious that, you know, they were, they were a user of some, some sort of, um, narcotics and like the effect that it had on, like when you see someone face to face, like this far away from you and you look at them in their face and like, you can tell that this person is struggling. But they're also basically, um, you know, they don't have any money or anything. It's pretty eye-opening. Or how it's, about the fact that the bathroom there was locked by an electric lock that yeah. you had to ask an employee to unlock for you in order to be able to yeah. use? Um, it was just like a very... Very interesting it was, experience. It was an experience that I thought I necessarily wanted, but I can tell that it was something I really did need. Because pretty much my entire life, I mean, I've lived in places of suburbia. Yeah, I've I've lived in suburbia. Like it's, You're, it's like a bubble. You're you yeah. live in a bubble. Um, you know, my entire life I've lived in. I so when I was in India, I don't remember much, but I know that my family was pretty wealthy. How so, how old were you when you moved here? Six, five, five, five. five. Okay. And so my family was pretty wealthy, and so you know we lived in the nice parts. So I never really got to see the living conditions of, you know, the poor people of the um, country. And when I moved to uh, the U.S. first, my family, we lived in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is another very wealthy area. Mm-hmm. And so I never really saw any of that. And now I live in Minnesota in the in Prior Lake, which is another pretty wealthy area. So you don't, you don't really see that stuff until you step out of the bubble mm-hmm. and and it wasn't something that you know I was planning on doing, mm-hmm. but when I did it, I it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of these things where you know I saw, I mean it's a powerful experience that when you're just waiting at a stoplight to cross the street and you see a person just, like with a thing in their mouth um in a lighter and, you like it you don't realize the effect that it has on you until you actually see it face to face. So it was yeah. a very powerful experience for me. And I definitely don't think that we're like. I don't know, professionally, like, educated on this topic. Yeah. And I think it's something that I personally would be really interested in learning more about. And uh, I, think that, I think my dog's barking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think it'd be something that uh, many, not only us, but that, like, we should learn about because I think it's something that everyone needs to learn about. And I think it's something that needs to become brought more into the like the light of awareness and i think that if we learn about it like with the platform that we're like starting to build like we can talk about it more too and like have a little bit more knowledge about like what what exactly is going on and like what's the extreme 
extremeness of this. Right. You, guys, yeah, yeah. you guys agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh, so um you you since your parents um they own like property up in downtown Minneapolis, do you do you like frequent there a lot? No, well we go there like not that much though. Like so sometimes like over um Your parents work from home mostly? Yeah, my my both my parents work from home. Okay. Um but so when we when we'll go up um for like so we do this thing like where we we'll go out to eat at like you know Maddie's we'll go out mm-hmm. there and we do it around Christmas time and we go and we stay in a hotel mm-hmm. and we kind of just have like little like family vacation but that is most of the time other than when my dad's up there for work um that we're up there we're not up there very often mm-hmm. it, but I, I like to go up there with when there's like events at the convention center mm-hmm. I'll go up there and get like breakfast and stuff because there's a lot of good breakfast and sometimes like Football games, baseball games. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like we're not up there that much. Did you? Did another thing I, I noticed was, so, around the the hotel that we were at and the Minneapolis Convention Center, anything south of that was pretty affluent area. It was you know mm-hmm. expensive steakhouses, sushi bars, um, Target headquarters, IDS Center. Right. A lot of Fortune 500 companies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean a pretty affluent, very nice area, very well taken care of. High security. Yeah, and um, you basically stepped a hundred feet north of the Minneapolis Convention Center. It was the exact opposite. It was like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about this. Um, it was the exact opposite where you saw, you know, people, people who were dependent on drugs. Um, you know, very shady stores. Um, you know, things of that nature, which, which was crazy to me that you know. There's some. I feel like there was some sort of imaginary line drawn on Nicollet Mall, Nicollet Mall Road, that that was an imaginary line. That anything north of this is, you know, completely different from whatever is south of this. Right. Yeah. And another thing I saw was, um, there was like a, I th- I don't know if you guys saw, it, but it was like some sort of um, it was like a bus station near the convention center. Yeah. And there was a sign on it, like a advertisement which was directly aimed at this homelessness situation where it was um, like an anti-gentrification sign. And it was like the people who, I don't, I don't even remember what it said, but it, like it's, it's pretty obvious when you go there that, you know, right here is where the line is drawn and anything north of that is, you know, people living in poverty. Right. And this poster was basically saying like, um, you you're buying out these people's homes like you're making it so these people that have lived here their 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 entire life they can't afford to live there anymore because you know Starbucks are popping up and offices are popping up in the area and they these people can't live they can't afford to live in that area anymore because it's becoming more like what south um south downtown Minneapolis is mm-hmm. yeah and I've, um i've known i've had people who i've considered close to me in my life who've abused some pretty high level drugs and what it does to a person is it's insane it's it's devastating to see what they go through it's devastating to see uh how negatively it impacts their body and mental health i mean i don't want to get too much into it or anything i don't want to talk about it a a whole lot but i mean it's it's really sad to see that this is going on all over Mm -hmm. and how easy it is for like kids in high school to get their hands on stuff crazy yeah and i mean i'm not a big like fan of like saying that oh kids don't know anything but i believe it now like we really don't 
yeah you know there's there's obviously like people that i i wouldn't say i know like i'm friends with anyone that does this stuff but you know there's people that we know of people that abuse hard drugs and things like that and how they got into it is basically they got it from a friend who told them it's not that bad mm. well i mean if you if you see what it does to people it's bad five feet away from yeah, you yeah, it's bad i don't think you will ever ever get within five feet of any of that stuff mm-hmm. if you saw if you if you ex- had the experience that i did mm-hmm. which was in my opinion a very necessary experience but i mean peer pressure is a thing too it, it's it's not something that like adults just like t- tell you about i think it's like it's real i mean like, you have to you have to learn about it from experience mm-hmm. like right, yeah. experience is the best teacher there's no other way, way around it it's and I'm not saying, like, by experience, I mean, like, what we saw. Like, you know, seeing it in front of you, not, not just go and shoot up in, in your bathroom. That's but not what I meant by experience. something as easy as, I mean, the education system and schools, like, raising more awareness about it and actually, like, being willing, willing to go into depth about it and, like, talk about to, like, the students about, like, this is what's happening. These are the effects. I mean, rather than just saying... Don't do drugs. Well, um, I feel like I feel like they do do a pretty good job about it, about, as much as they can, because, I mean, obviously they're not gonna shit, like bust two hundred kids up to. No, but I'm, I'm not saying to put them in the environment, but I'm saying to like talk about it more in depth. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I've had classes where they've had people who now are several years sober and like work at like a rehab facility who've come and talked about it and i think that's an experience that like i think that's an experience that a lot of people need like yeah that's that's something i'd say you know um experience is the best teacher i'm a firm believer in that because i mean yeah you can say you learned something but unless you actually go out and do it you you don't really you can't really say you learned it right and the yeah if i mean you can learn about you can write down what effects like some narcotic has on your brain on a test and then forget it after. But unless you come, unless you actually see it in front of you, mm-hmm. you, I don't think you'll really care. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. Like people don't care. Well, yeah. I mean, we're seeing more and more youth too, like getting into this stuff. And yeah. It's not just people who are low income homeless people. It's, it's like, it's everybody. Everyone it's, is affected. It's by interesting it. to see, like, when they move up. So, like, the government moves the you, like, you know, you can't buy like nicotine or cigarettes until you're like twenty one, mm-hmm. and that changes nothing. Like, I forget what the um, like the act was that banned alcohol. The like, prohibition. Yeah, prohibition act. It was a. It was an amendment actually. Was, yeah, whatever. But then it got canceled um, out. Yeah, but but it it didn't do anything. It it didn't people, do anything. It just made find a way. And what that does, okay, PSA, just before I say this, I'm not, um, I'm not advocating for the legalization of narcotics, but what I have to say was like that prohibition act, if it just created more problems because then all these gangs popped up, like, you know, Al Capone and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. And then all these speakeasies that were going up where people were going underground and like bootleggers and people. Basically... If it, if, if it can make someone feel good for five minutes, but it will give you a lifetime of terrible experiences, there's people that will do it, and no, there's no the going around so it. You start off with something that you don't deem like that heavy or negative to your body, 
and it works for a while and then it goes down and it's it's not doing anything for your body for uh you have it has no effect on you so then you move up and you're continuously abusing more and more and harder yeah. drugs that mm-hmm. until to the point where i mean sometimes it, it results in death and another th- another thing I, I have a problem with is i don't want to sound like a karen here okay oh boy but i'm oh gonna boy. sound like a karen oh lord i have a problem with the glorification of drugs and alcohol in hollywood mm. i mean mm. look at look at post malone you know, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but he kind of a big part of what he makes his music about is. I think that was episode one, actually. Oh yeah, it was episode yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, a big t- a big part of you know what he makes his music about is like he raps about drugs and alcohol, and you know there's people our age listening to it. And and death. And death. Um, you know, I feel like that's just something he has experienced. Like he mm-hmm. has experience with um depression and things like that. So, but. You know, rapping about drugs and alcohol, and then not knowing the effect it has on um, it has on like the your audience. Mm-hmm. So, for right. example, Lil Pump of oh all boy. people. Oh boy, Lil Pump said he's gonna stop rapping about um, popping pills mm. last year, mm. and he hasn't done it, which I commend him for that because you. Oh, I don't. Th- has he even dropped anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't really care. About yeah. That. Yeah, but. Basically, I, I mean, he's a pretty, he was a pretty big um, artist for a while, for yeah. about a year and so, and then he kind of fell off because he didn't drop anything for a while. And his largest population of listeners are the youth. Yeah, and he, and he recognized it, and he said, you know, I'm not, I'm putting an end to it. I personally am not going to rap about popping pills. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I just think it's like, it's interesting because put these thoughts into like the youth's mind like about drugs and popping pills and then the youth thinks it's cool and starts to do it themselves and i'm not trying to like say that like rapping is like the cause of like yeah use, yeah youth using drugs <laughs> but like it does know, glorify, it does glorify for a little play it, yeah into it I mean, um, at the end of the day it's your decision mm-hmm, but yeah. there's certain things that affect your decisions yeah and uh, if you see all your friends that are doing it or you're, or you're listening to music about it and you're like, oh, this person's really cool. They have, they've made $20 million and they're only 18 or 19 years old. And like, if they can do it, like, and they're making this much money, then I should be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And that's really, that's really what it boils down to because I don't think anyone's that stupid, at least not in 2020, where they think this person's doing drugs and they made a million dollars. So if I do drugs, oh, I I'm going to make... Really? Yeah. I, I just think, think people, people. I think people see it as more. This person made a million dollars, and they do drugs, and they still made a million dollars. It didn't really affect them. Mm-hmm. So I should be able to do it, and it won't but really if you affect look them. At, no, I definitely think there are a lot of people who see these, like people who are like, I don't know, glorifying this, and they're like, I'm gonna do it too, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna get famous. And sometimes it, it has happened. Yeah. It has. It has um, happened. One thing I'd, people do get. Famous. I would say is that so like these super wealthy people that we're talking about, like these rap artists and stuff that live in LA and crazy places like that. If we look at the wealthiest people, like I, they're wealthy, but like talking like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, like mm-hmm. those like t- tier one, like billionaires, 
Yeah. Because Lil Pump's not a billionaire. Yeah, those, that's a top tier. Singer, singers aren't billionaires. <laughs> yeah. The, their producers are, but singers aren't billionaires. They're very wealthy, and they have hundreds of millions of dollars. Not but, not even. I mean, most... No, I mean, yeah, there, yeah. Uh, there are some people who... Drake. People. Drake, yeah. Drake. Taylor Swift. Ariana Grande. People, people who you would consider like the greatest of all time. Yeah. But like not you know, the greatest of all time, but like well, the biggest, like Hall of Fame, of Hall of Famer Ariana. level. Yeah, yeah, the biggest yeah maybe not the greatest of all time, but definitely the most successful. Like Hall of Fame, like Hall of. Successful. If there was like a mm-hmm. rapper or mus- musician Hall of Fame, not not just right. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but, but yeah. I'm saying like the wealthiest people aren't doing those drugs. They're just really smart people, and they had an <laughs> idea, and they went with it. So, as yeah. much as people are like. I can get wealthy by doing these drugs. Like, the most wealthy people did not take that route. Yeah, but you don't, people don't see that because those people, they, when you think about it, they don't really have a platform. Mm-hmm. They don't have a platform to speak on. Right. Because, I mean, when was the last time you, you heard something from Bill Gates directly? Elon Musk. He talks about. Yeah, Elon. Ugly Tesla. See, Elon Musk. A lot. Yeah, he's. He's like a he's a younger millennial, and so he he grew up in that sweet spot where you know it was technology was really big, but he was also in kind of in that demographic of people that um were struggling with debt and things like that. So he understands what those people, what basically everyone likes, except you know the older generation, the baby boomers, because no one really understands them. <laughs> but he understands how basically how to use his influence and create a platform for it yeah so he he was able to do it but i mean jeff bezos does he does he have any social media i don't know but he is the richest guy yeah he's very private about it yeah he's a private guy but did you see uh but like i think i think the probably the best example is bill gates Mm -hmm. um bill gates is a genius i don't know if you've seen his um he did a ted talk four or five years back oh about the corona it's right called, no it's not about corona no but it's, there's it's why we aren't ready for the next epidemic. oh yeah yeah that's yeah it's not necessarily about the corona but he like predicted that there was going to be something like this and we weren't happen. ready for it yeah we weren't so and here's a hot take these people like bill gates and jeff bezos and elon musk are wealthy as they are not because they cheated the system yes they were smart about it and they did play the system a little bit but to everyone that says these people, you know, cheated their way to making billion dollars or whatever, no, they weren't. They didn't cheat. I don't know how you can cheat your way to make a billion dollars because they were just me. smarter. <laughs> they were just smarter than ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population. Yeah. And I said this in one of my classes, and people don't like hearing that. Like people just have a sense where they don't want to hear that they're not as smart as this next person. Mm-hmm, right? Because like, yeah, it's look not around this room, who on? here could rebuild a computer? It like Bill Gates did. Yeah. It's not always about working the hardest either. Too. I mean, working hard. Yeah, you you can be comfortable working hard, but it is definitely about being the smartest player out there. And I just I have a thing you can about work to be the smartest. I have a yeah, thing well, about yeah, but there are there are smart. people who work their freaking off, work beyond hard, yeah, yeah, and are not successful. Well, yeah, right. and I have a thing about that. Hard work will only getting a call. Is it? It's for my brother. Oh, good. Do you, Do you believe in luck? Luck? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say luck beats thing? skill every time. Yeah? I but, th- so you think there are some people who are created purely out of luck? Or like, 
create their success purely out of luck. Yeah, like they just get lucky. That's, a lot of I'd say it's mostly in all grants to go like viral. A lot of on like social media platforms, people that have gone viral off those platforms, that's luck. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are lucky. Like, here's an example. Can you tell me what's original about Charlie D'Amelio's content? I can't stand her content. Nothing. Oh, she's so, not even the best so, dancer on TikTok. So, 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 now, so now you're going to roast her? I'm not roasting her. I'm just saying she got lucky because 95% yeah. of but other people on I, TikTok. I do want to say episode two, you, you did yeah. say that she was smart. There, She's smart. She Okay. I'll just explain. I'll just explain my full stance Maybe on this. Maybe what she does isn't great, but you said that she works smart. She works smart now. But how she made... She works smart now that she's at the top, at, at the tip top of TikTok, the 1% of creators on TikTok. But she blew up out of luck. She blew up out of luck, yeah. but when she got to the top, she was very smart at, you know, getting her sponsorship deals with Dunkin' Donuts and, um, you know, all the other companies she works with. So that's where I commend her that, you know... Yes, you have to be smart because one, if you blow up out of luck, you don't just get to stay at the top just because you blew up off one thing. Yeah, you aren't going to be there forever. Yeah, and which is, which is why you see a lot of uh, creators, they just flame out after, you know, six, eight months of doing things. Jeff Bezos Jeff has Bezos. Insta and Twitter and Facebook, I believe. Okay. Okay. But does he post frequently to it? Do you know, Bucky? Yeah. It's probably not him that runs it, but... Is he an like active like influencer though or no as does Instagram and Twitter like he posts like, uh, Yeah, can uh, you look can you look up one of his most recent posts for us? Most recent yeah. February twenty. February okay, twenty. So he posts, he posts what, what, what kind of content what kind of content is he producing via social media? Inspirational climate, sustainability and preserving the natural world with Yeah, so it's oh, inspirational. Yeah. So did you see you see the thing I think it was like a month ago that he just Revealed that he's donating what is a billion dollars towards fight combat. Is it a billion? I, uh, I thought it was a hundred million. I'll look it up. It was it was a large sum. I mean, yeah, and it pissed me off. So when that news broke, there was legitimately people saying, uh, very vocal people on Twitter, people just even in my classes, um, saying that he didn't do enough. No, yeah, like I don't say like I don't screw those people like. He's do he he literally donated like a billion dollars. So you're fine. Ten billion. Ten billion dollars. Ten billion. Yeah, people are okay. saying his net worth is his net worth was. The Amazon founder is giving ten billion to a new initiative that will fund programs to combat the effects of climate change. What's okay. his net worth? Uh, a lot. It's let's look at over a hundred billion. It's uh, the bulk of his net worth that amounts to forty three billion dollars. No, no, look it up. That's well, not it. that's the bulk. I know he. I know it got. It's not. It's not, It's way more. Than I know it, he. Bill Gates is he's like worth, and he's far above. Bill he's worth. No, he's not. Bill Gates ten point five billion dollars. Yeah. U.S. dollars. And he was worth a lot more. So that's what sixty five percent of his original net worth was and, before he got divorced because his wife took um. And Bill Gates is one hundred three point six eight. Yeah. yeah. And he said that he's he's uh going to be giving a hundred or or ten billion dollars, but the thing is he's not giving it all away. He's like. He's smart about it. No, well, basically what he's doing is he's going to be giving it away, like, over time. So, like, it's not going to happen all at once. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, like, something that he's not... Lo- like, which I agree with. Yeah. Which I agree with. Because, I mean, if you give $10 billion away at once and stuff happens, then... Yeah, but, I mean, he, he's more than likely to make it back within <coughs> probably a month. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't say not, a month. not a month. But yeah, he'll but make it back. You, he'll be have fine. you have you seen like the thing like about how how much uh, Bill Gates makes every minute or every second? Yeah, I I've seen it. I don't want to go into that right now yeah. because I mean it's. I don't really try to. I try to stay out of like reading stuff like that because it's just like. Yeah, it's it's accurate. It's like, accurate, but it's like enough. what what do I, what do I get out of it? Like nothing. No, I'm I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he, Jeff isn't gonna be Jeff isn't gonna suffer from. Yeah, COVID. obviously no, not. Yeah. He's not gonna suffer whatever. But, but what pisses me off is people saying, "Oh, he should have done more." Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, and like I don't. I ten billion dollars. Like really, he should do more than ten billion dollars. <laughs> like okay. Like, how about you go donate $10 billion? I don't think people realize um, how much $10 billion is. That's, ten, that's one, or that's the number 10 with nine zeros at the end of it. That's mm-hmm. a lot. That is a lot of money. Um, do you guys want to get into the... Do you guys want to get into freaking Stefan Diggs? <sighs> there it is. So, last night, this is... What the... Why is it not popping up now? I think you have to disconnect and reconnect. It's kind of an ass. Uh, it's stupid. Yeah. Speed it up. Okay. So right, this yeah, is yeah. this is me last night. So. Wait, are these like Samsung emojis? What bro, are these? I, these are on the iPad. I don't know why. Yeah. What's with the Android emojis, bro? So this is um this is my reaction last night after I was on Twitter just scrolling through and I I saw from um some reporter that covers the Vikings mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs has been traded to the Buffalo Bills. Wow. So first thing I did was check if that was like one of those satire accounts like the Onion or something because I was like no way dude this is fun the, like or the NFL memes page. Yeah yeah. yeah. Nope. It was a, a credit. It was Adam Schefter, mm-hmm. so accredited. Um, you know, a very highly respected member of the NFL media community. So I was like, <sighs> and then earlier that day, DeAndre Hopkins got traded to um to the Arizona Cardinals mm-hmm. for David Johnson and a fourth round pick and a sixth round pick. So DeAndre Hopkins, for those of you who don't know, he's probably he's top five wide receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you know when deals with people players of that nature happens that's usually what sets the market you know that's the top everything below it's going to be worth less so I was like so I was thinking to myself if DeAndre Hopkins only got a washed out running back and like a fourth round pick out of it what do we get for Diggs I, I like it, like it, nothing I mean what are we what is it like well it, four it, it picks or something like it's that? four picks but one so yeah see that's where I was like so I look at the details of it and it's so I was still like pretty pissed at this moment because I'm like like, are we really good, just going to go trade away probably one of our best assets on the entire team? Yeah, but well, let me, let me, let me ask you guys. Our best receiver is Dylan. On, let me ask he you was guys. hurt for most of yeah. last year, but he's our best receiver. Let, let me ask you guys this. Do you really, like, yeah, it's sad that we're going to lose Diggs because, I mean, Diggs is great. But do you really want a player on your team who doesn't actually want to be there? Well, yeah, that's, no, I, I'm fine with it now because yeah. once I saw the like, details. He clearly wanted to leave. Once I saw the details of the of the trade, quite honestly, the Buffalo Bills got robbed because Diggs is 27 years old. Uh-huh. I'd say he's probably got three years of being an elite fine. wide receiver yeah. left in him because yeah. once wide receiver and running back, their positions where you have to be an explosive player. And mm-hmm. once you hit age 30, 
I'm sorry, but there's only a very select few people that can still be explosive at, after age 30. AP. Randy, AP well. Randy Moss was one of them. Adrian Peterson was one of them. Um, Larry Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. That's three people wow. that I can list off in like the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. So think about it. Buffalo Wills, they got a player. Yes, he's a great player. I'm not going to knock on him because he, he's an incredible player. He, I mean, he, he's... But he, when he's not in a good mood, he kind of sucks. Like... Well, if he's like, I wouldn't say that. People say that he gives up on plays um, when he's not in a good mood. Not really. I mean, in the NFC Championship game, uh, Cousins threw that interception to Richard Sherman. Why did he throw the interception? Because he sucks. Thielen, well, <laughs> okay, okay. Thielen gave up another, on the play. Another thing. Cousins, more years on the Vikings. How many? T- I just want to get rid of him. Well, that's they had to do it because... um. They need to re-sign Dalvin yeah. Cook because he's not going to show up to training camp if, if he doesn't get a new deal. I mean, he's not, he's not going to be playing for $950,000 a year after being a top three running back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's not stupid. Not. If you play the running back position, there's a higher chance than most other positions that you're going to get hurt. So he wants to make his money. So, you know, in case he does, like, I hope to God this doesn't happen. Retire. But in case he does have, like, some sort of career-ending injury that, you know, he's not going back to just being what he was before. So, yeah, so the Diggs trade. Thanks, Bucky. He's, uh, he's telling us right now. The Diggs trade said for this year in the draft, which is supposed to be in April if it doesn't get delayed because of coronavirus, mm-hmm. it's the Buffalo Bills' first-round pick, their fifth-round pick, their sixth-round pick. And then in 2021, we get another fourth-round pick from the Buffalo Bills. And, I mean, you never know. Like, I was saying, like, how last year, how, you know how the Bills, like, did pretty good? Like, that was surprising. I still think they suck. I don't know why. Their quarterback was ranked number... Th- he, he was ranked 32nd in the NFL in, like, qu- quarterback play. Not, so that doesn't include his um, running abilities. So, that you know, just accuracy and things like that. Kirk Cousins was ranked 5th. Because, I mean, yeah, he's not... He, he can't really make plays off we, his feet or whatever. I think we pick up a new wide receiver. Yeah, so what... Um, what's, so now we got two first-round picks... So something that could happen was they either take both of those first-round picks, um, put together a package to possibly move up into, like, the top 10, top 5 mm-hmm. to pick or, up, to draft, like, a elite college prospect quarterback like Tua. I don't think the, I don't think the, the Bengals will move out think, of the first. I don't think they would do that after just signing Kirk Cousins. Well, they... Again. You got to understand, though, they have Kirk... So the, the deal looks draft. like they got three more years on the deal. However, you really only have two because the way they structured his contract is in the third year, there's only $10 million that he's making in the third year. Mm-hmm. So they could cut him in the third year for basically nothing. Like his contract in his last year is identical to what Xavier Rhodes' contract was this year. And just as uh, earlier in the week, they cut Xavier Rhodes and they actually saved money. Right. So you think they should cut him? Not right now because I mean they're gonna he it, it's gonna be like thirty one million dollars of cap money that they can't spend that they no, have to but pay him. Also, wait, hold on, on a tangent. Case Keenum on the Browns. <laughs> I mean, wow. They're paying this guy like, like mid mid tier starting quarterback money. I mean, that's to be amazing, a backup though, that is amazing. Like the Browns, by far the best team in the NFL. <laughs> we are going to win a Super Bowl. Like we're making full one eighty comeback. Did a full 180. Um, 
Yeah, I if if the Vikings played the Browns, I'm wearing my Browns jersey. I'm I'm actually happy that he got traded to the the Bills of all places because it was numerous times this season where he could he was obviously frustrated at Kirk Cousins. Well, if you didn't like the fifth best quarterback in the NFL, <laughs> you have the thirty second best now. And there's thirty two teams in the league. So the, he's literally going to be playing with the worst starting quarter, quarterback I can't, I can't in the NFL. Cousins is the fifth. He was fifth because he should not be fifth. Yeah, that stat is flawed because I mean, Cousins he can't he can't scramble. He's yeah, he's he a statue. You can't make a quarterback fifth, then we then we're like five hundred. Like every season, <laughs> he can't be a good team. Yeah, he he he's a statue. He doesn't have the playmaking ability. You like that? Yeah, <laughs> that. yeah he doesn't have the playmaking ability of like what some of these younger quarterbacks do, but he. Again, Josh Allen literally can't th- pass the ball. Yeah. There's if you're gonna play quarterback in the NFL, I'm sorry, but you got to be able to hit your receivers on That's on their chest more than ten yards down the field. Of being a quarterback, yeah. Is At being the able to throw the ball accurately. So, it doesn't yeah. matter if you can run like Lamar Jackson. Even Lamar Jackson can throw the ball well. If right. you're gonna be a quarterback, you have to be able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen can't hit a target more than twenty yards down the field. Like he can't hit moving targets. So if he was pissed. That Kirk Cousins, I mean, most of the time when he threw it his way, he was hitting him. Right. Hey, again? Oh, oh, you guys think you're the CEO? No one said, I never said once <laughs> hey. that I'm the CEO. Oh, uh, I beg to differ. Stop. All right, next topic. Stop. Wow. <laughs> what, what the <laughs> Tom Brady, yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. Stating that he will not be returning to New England. I think we all saw this coming. I think, but this is a, what a picture. I'll just throw that out there. I, I mean, it's a little disturbing. I'm not. I don't think he's the greatest <laughs> of all time. Do you? No. Really? No. Why? I don't know. Just because you don't like him? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, well, I don't like him either. But like, he's not the greatest. Respect where respect is due. Or at least if he is, I don't think he will be in a couple of years. Well, obviously he's yeah. like what? How old is he? He's well, no, like he he's forty one. Yeah. Well, but, he's not even top five quarterback in the league anymore. Yeah. Well, um, no, I'd, I'd say of, overall, Peyton Manning. Probably, really? I'd probably rank Peyton Manning above him. Bucky's throwing up Drew Brees. Drew Brees. See, Drew Brees, I, I have I, a hard I, time because there's an asterisk attached to the Super Bowl that he won. Yes, but I, every time we play Drew Brees, it's hard. Every single year he's on the Saints, it's hard to to uh, play them. Yeah, that's with any of he's these all timer. Always good. Yeah, I mean, it's always gonna yeah, be. But like, what was the what was their record at last year? The Patriots. They were. So they started off ten and zero, and yeah. then they I think they went twelve and four. Yeah. And they they won their division, but they since they lost the last game to Ryan Fitzmagic, the goat. Um, since they lost that last game to the Dolphins, they missed out on that number two spot. In the AFC, and so yeah. they don't have that first round by. I miss, I miss that moment of like, uh, what was that last year where Fitzmagic was like 500 yards a game? That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Fit- and he showed up to the press conference with the. the uh, Can you believe this know. guy went to Harvard? So, so Brady's a free agent now, right? Yeah. So, how, how much longer do you guys think he has left in the NFL? I mean, I, if- what if the Vikings pick up Brady? No chance. <laughs> if they, if any team's gonna sign him, I'd say max. They the max they give him is a two year deal. Yeah. And so he's not going back to New England because I'm pretty sure they had some falling out between him and Belichick. Where do you guys think he's going? Bucky says Dolphins. Yeah. 
Wait, did you? You spell it, it wrong. Dolphins. It dolphins. <laughs> he spelled dolphins. <laughs> he spelled dolphins. There you go. There he fixed it. Um. Hopefully the Browns. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Let's play three quarterbacks. Like, why can't we just throw everyone on the Browns? It would be amazing. <laughs> no. Um. Where could he go? I feel like he's gonna go to like the most average team in the NFL. Which okay, the Vikings are the most average team in the NFL. Yeah. Um. But who is like I'm saying like a worse Chargers? You know why? Why? He's not gonna be there for a long time. So and he the just wants to retire wherever he moves to next. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure he's gonna retire. So he gets to live in L.A. with and his wife's a model. So obviously she's gonna love L.A. because more more. They already live in L.A. They already have a house in L.A. Yeah. yeah. But like living full time in L.A. where she doesn't have to travel back and forth for right. for whatever reason. Well, so I don't, she, I don't. She probably travels for modeling yeah she i mean she, his family would probably love la because yeah. and he's from california they're, they're, they're neighbors with uh mark Wahlberg. <laughs> they are that, so, that's cool yeah they're like best friends I guess. so his family because he's he's from la too and the chargers are opening a new stadium and i don't know if you guys know this but the chargers all of their i mean they played basically 16 away games this past season because all their home games their stadium would be taken over by the opposing team's fans yeah and how do you counter that you get Tom freaking Brady. <laughs> like, tell me that's not going to draw people to the crowd, people yeah. to the new stadium. And they're opening a new stadium that they're sharing with the Rams. What if they made, like, a team of, like, people that were amazing <coughs> but are really old? So it was, like, Tom Brady, like, Adrian Peterson. It was just, like, a team of, like, tuckered out, like, old guys. That would be sweet. <laughs> they like, be... drink coffee before the games on the sidelines. They'd be running, like... Like the um, like offensive de- defensive schemes from like the nineties, <laughs> just completely. Blasted Gatorade, give me coffee decaf. No, they'd be pop popping like Advil on the give side. Give me some decaf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My arthritis is. <laughs> Can't throw the ball anymore. I got my arthritis. <laughs> so that was the yeah. NFL free agency recap. Oh, I feel a like- mess. Just a mess. The, you know what's sad is that's probably the most entertaining thing that's gonna happen this entire year when yeah because of this freaking is seeing where corona. he goes or what or what are you saying? I'm saying he goes to the Chargers. No, so what did you say is gonna be the most exciting thing of the year? NFL free agency. Uh, NFL yeah. free agency yeah. as far as like that. Um, uh, I feel like that about. Oh, it. oh, hold up, hold up. Oh. It's 1.58 p.m. on Tuesday right now when we're recording. Oh, Ooh. episode two. Two minutes from now, episode two is about to go up, so we're excited for that. But, yeah. I mean, you guys probably won't see this until oh, Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday? Yeah, in a week. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Episode two, so then episode then three we drop. drops this Friday, no. and then this episode drops what? next Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Episode three goes up Friday. This goes up Tuesday. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Our, our recording and posting schedule is kind of confusing i'm not it's just crazy yeah uh we'll we'll get used to it all right well i think that about wraps it so uh thank you for watching another episode of adulting Mm -hmm. make sure to like and subscribe make sure to uh turn on those post notifications make sure to follow us on instagram or listen to us in your car while you're Question. driving or working out. All of our Instagrams are. Uh, yeah, actually, you probably can't also. even work out at the gym anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lifetime shut down yeah. today. Or yesterday, last night yeah. at 8 o'clock, I, I they saw, shut down. I saw that. Question, do you think this was, like, probably our most powerful episode yet? I, I do. It'll in terms inter- of heavy-hitting content? It'll, it'll be interesting to see how the audience reacts to this yeah. episode. Like, what, are they going to like it, or is it going to be, like, less uh, interaction with this? But I don't know. I hope they like it, because I think it was one of the most engaging episodes yeah. we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I'd say, like, our, definitely our most heavy-hitting yeah, one so, we've filmed so far. 
so with that, uh, make sure you listen to us so we can get more money to uh, increase the quality of these episodes. Yes. And go follow my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna update the bio. CEO of Adult. Oh my podcast. god. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully this uh, world pandemic calms down in recent in coming weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, then I think big... we're going to somewhat vlog our spring breaks. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how this is. Out I think there. mine's gonna get canceled, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe it'll be like us three just vlogging if we all end up having to stay. Here. By the way, by the way, it was our videographer Bucky's birthday yesterday. So yes. this is a happy birthday rec- happy uh, episode birthday, for Brandon. Bucky. Happy birthday, Bucky! Happy birthday! All right. So uh, I guess with that, uh, we'll see you all later. Peace. Peace.